Welcome in once again to Inside LAFC, the Max and Vince pod. As we like to tell you, we su- we really appreciate your support, but continue to support, spread the word, subscribe to the podcast, leave your comments and questions. We'll take a look at the questions here at some point and answer them. We join you once again from the glorious Performance Center in Alhambra, California. Not too far from Pasadena. <laughs> Where it's like it's it feels like winter, uh, Max Vince. It feels like winter here. We got a nice cool breeze, a nice got trousers. You have to bring a jacket or a sweater along to training. I'm really upset, Max. Why? Because Pasadena line again. Cause I, oh, because no, you no. wanted to play in the staff I game. Really wanted to play in the staff game. So you could tell the people were watching a staff game go on before our very eyes. It looks like it just ended, Looks. and I couldn't do it because. Well, do you want to be in a staff game where where Thornton's not playing in it? I do. <laughs> Maybe I could do something out there. He's not there today. Know, busy. He's, he's a very busy man. He's doing something. Uh, and uh, John Thorrington buzzing around the field normally. All right, I'll, I'll let's wait a minute. I'm, I'm back in. I'm back in. Right. No, I'm back in. Let's wait. Let's let's do live podcasting. Hey, what was the score? Who won? No answer. Nothing. Who won? Who won the game? Oh, old hey, guys. the old, old guys, guys won. won. Continue to Congratulations. win. Congratulations. They remain undefeated. We see Mike Sorber there, who you can see on uh, the MLS website, uh, modeling the Kansas City Wizards. He's a yeah, solid day. Kansas City Wizards jersey from yeah, the initial year. 25th anniversary for, for Mike Sorber, a great fashion show, which is a tease. That, yes. What a tease. Right. Let's talk about that. Coming up on Inside LAFC, it is the release of the new LAFC jersey and all the jerseys of all the MLS clubs. Tonight, big fashion show in New York. Colin Hanks will represent us there. We're also going to let you know what's going on this week. Events starting Wednesday through the week, which you can attend. And we also are going to talk about a third friendly coming up here for LAFC. They will play tomorrow and we'll have a full recap here on Inside LAFC. And yeah. we'll show, we're going to do something different. We're going to get onto our our Twitter handle and we're going to post a recap immediately following the game. Probably so pitch we, side. We'll be pitch side. Yeah, we'll be pitch side, but it'll be a video component. So check it out. I'll put it on my uh, Twitter handle. It'll probably be here on the LAFC Twitter handle if all things go well. And you will get instant reaction from the game. Yeah. Get to see our pretty faces right after, right after the match. Instant reaction. Pretty cool for, especially for a preseason match. I, we understand that. Look, if I was a fan, I would love to be at every single one. But you know, the, these guys got to do some work. So you got to understand that some of those games are not open to the public. So we will be your eyes and ears, as always, as we were at the uh, NYCFC match. Right, and I forgot to mention they're playing FC Dallas. They're playing FC Dallas, and then the fi- at the Bank of California Stadium, and then the final game will be taking place against Toronto FC, which everyone will be allowed to go to. Yes. So we'll that see you one, there. we might still, we'll, we might we'll still definitely see you there. We, we, we have a part, interviews. we have a part to play there. Yeah. All right. So we promised a recap of the New York city FC game on our last podcast. That was, seems like a long time ago, but we're going to stick to our guns yep. and tell you what we saw. I'll leave it to you. We were sitting alongside. It was a, it was, a, it's really cool because these guys are playing for you and they took on New York city FC, which have a new coach. Mm-hmm. So, Keep that in mind. But this is also one of the clubs that are competing in CONCACAF Champions League that had an extra week to start their training. So they are going to be a little more advanced than, say, FC Dallas, who we'll see yeah. on Thursday. Yeah, and I, I I was excited to see that matchup for just that reason, right? Because preseason, you never know what you really can make of it. Look, we play Peniel. What do you make of that? They're going into their second season. Um, you know, they do that, the, the split the seasons up. Um, but NYCFC, you, you want you want to see a team that you know is going to have to do is similar to what you're going to do. And, man, we look pretty good. 
Look good. Like really good. I, I, I use the analogy of us being in fifth gear and you can hear they're treating the grass as we speak where it is real time here at the Performance Center. It looked like we were in fifth gear. It looked like they were stuck in second gear. Yeah. And you may look. The caveat is they are a brand new coach, probably a brand new system. Ronnie uh, Dyla of Norway. Right. Great name. Dyla. If you look at it, you think it's Dila, but it's Dyla. It sounds like a it sounds like a metal dude name. Yeah. Yeah? A little bit? Ronnie Dyla, lead singer. Lead singer, yeah. Of White Snake. That's David Coverdale. But I, it's the first name that came to mind. But back- Accept. Ronnie Dyla of Accept. Well, so... It was interesting because so Maxi Morales didn't play for NYCFC. But other than that, um, they were. Other than that, they oh, were. Ronald Matarita didn't play. Matarita didn't play, but the Cayens was out there. Aber, uh, you had Aber. Matrizza was there. Uh, you had Alexander Ring, James Sands, Keaton Parks, uh, Maxime Cheneau, and and for large swaths. And, and this is so the first half was kind of the the strength on strength. Um, where they had, you know, because in the second half, we brought in a lot of our academy players. They brought in a lot of their kids that are no longer academy players but have so- signed homegrown contracts. Um, but through that first half, man, we were finding inroads, lots of passes. They they didn't seem to find much in way of buildup. We were on top. I mean, I I think there was a couple times early in the match when we would lose the ball and Bob Bradley got a little upset because guys weren't immediately reacting to the ball. But after he yelled at them once or twice, it was, it was like it was on. It set in. And this is, again... Oddly, I mean, Carlos Velo's out there. You know, you got a lot of the starters out there, but the midfield is basically all new guys, um, and they're able to do this. So, I, you know, take it with a grain of salt, I guess, because again, it's preseason and they have a new guy. But for for new midfielders coming in, like I was impressed with with Bryce Duke, who's who grew into yeah. the game. He, what I liked about him is like sometimes he he wouldn't get that pass off right away, and he'd take a few more touches, which is probably not ideal for this LAFC team. But I think he made the decision that I'd rather do this than turn the ball over, which mm-hmm. he didn't. He did not turn it over. Yeah, he's uh, very clean. That's to me, that's always one of the first things I watch. You know, when people say he's a good player, I go, watch if when he touches it, if it goes to an opponent, because you kind of forget those numbers in a regular flow of the game, but that is everything. Mm-hmm. You want to keep that possession as long as you want. So, yeah, I, I, was, I was impressed with him. Uh, Brian Rodriguez scoring goal. He looked good in that first half where he was buzzing around. Latif Blessing looked great in uh, which we're just getting familiar. We're just getting accustomed to saying he's just a consistent player for LAFC because of the players that weren't available. And we can tell you now Walker Zimmerman's back at camp, but from mm-hmm. the U.S. national teams, it take a while to get back into the system. Eddie Segura's with the Colombians under 23, as is Eduardo Tuesta. We're still waiting for Diego Rossi and Poncho Ginella, which would be the last new face to arrive mm-hmm. now that Jose Cifuentes is here. We'll talk about he's him here. in a moment. Was that? I seen him. Oh, okay. Great jacket. He looked good. He's excited. And um, so the the, the defensive pairing was uh, Dejan Jakovic, who to to me, I mean, he may not play a lot of games in the season, but what a what a wonderful thing to have in your camp a veteran center back because the other center back was Jordan Harvey. Yeah, the other center back was Jordan Harvey. I think uh, to build on your point, there was a moment in the match because there was again NYCFC did not in that first half have much by way of chances. But there was a moment in that match when they went 2v2 with Matriza and Eber, which are two guys that in this league, uh, highly skilled, both quick, both excellent dribblers. You just don't want to go 2v2 with basically 40 yards to run towards your own goal. And Dejan Jakovic and Tristan Blackman, 2v2, sorted out, yeah. uh, managed to channel uh, Matriza, who who basically kind of led the charge, led the, the transition attempt. They kind of just guided him into an area where there was less dangerous. Latif Blessing got back. 
they were able to get the rest of the defenders back, and they, they basically dealt with it. And it was a moment where, look, in this league, when you get guys like that 2v2, again, with open space, um, usually at least you get a shot, a shot on goal, a good opportunity. They, they snuffed it out to where there was not even a shot on goal. Wow. Which was, to me, I mean, that was one of the things I, I wrote down in my notes. I didn't talk about it in the, in the, in the takeaways because I went in a kind of a different way talking about um, how each goal had, had a bit of uh, LAFC's kind of game model in it. Um, but that was probably one of my biggest uh, moments where I really was like, you know, if, if you're if you're watching this game and you're really looking deep into something that you can take away from it, that's something big and especially big when you consider the way teams like Leon are going to play. Leon are going to play. I mean, that's the way the Mexico teams play. They want to get it to their attackers. They want to get it to I, it I, That's a great point. And Vince. they want them to, to basically, they, they almost play with two teams, right? They play with defenders and attackers. Get it to those attackers, have them go to goal, don't don't waste any time. Action, go, and I think if if that's a precursor to what we guys like Dayon, Tristan, and, and the guys can do, man, that's that bodes well for us, especially going into that first game. That is very telling too when you when you look at LAFC and the fact that they have to feel confident playing against a team like Leon, where they know what they're getting, mm-hmm. and it's. At the end of the day, with the way LFC plays, it's a team that they'll find space. They'll probably they'll probably get chances. I, I I really truly believe it comes down to executing the chances you have in that first leg. Mm-hmm. I think Leon's going to probably score some goals in that home leg. It'd be naive to think LFC is going to come out and just uh, be at at, at at game time a game level almost mid season form because they're not. Mm-hmm. Leon are closer to it. I think they'll have seven games under their belt yeah. possibly by the time that rolls around. So. That's close to halfway through their season. So it's going to be difficult. So I think Leon's probably going to get some chances and some goals. I think if LFC can take the chances, which I think they're going to get, as long as they can tuck them away. Yeah, it's about finishing. I mean, yeah. that's what this league, both leagues have all been about. It's about chance creation, chance finishing. And then on the defensive side, not getting yourself unbalanced to the point where you can't deal with situations. And again, just to touch back on that point, that's it's still a moment where LFC is, is going to play their game. They're going to say, Hey man, we like our chances in two v two if we have to, and a lot of teams don't ever want to do that. I mean, that's that's a moment where a lot of teams would say, "Oh my god, I can't believe we put ourselves." Oh in my this. god, we're two v two. Whereas Bob Bradley would say, "Deal with it. Yeah, sort it out." Because there's going to be one. Because even when you're a team that decides, "Hey, we don't ever want this to happen," it's going to happen like sooner or later. So you might as well have players that are, understand that in those moments, this is what I need to do. This is what you do. This is what we we can delay. We can maybe tackle in a moment. I mean. Why not play play to your strengths and play that high line and play that way? That's that's the way we play. So, uh, I think it's it's a good thing to point out, and I think it's probably, again one of the the big standouts um, from the NYCFC game. Aside from the fact that like guys like Carlos Vela and Brian Rodriguez, and they all looked like they were ready they were ready to go. I mean that yeah. that goal that first goal was was a lovely just bit of Carlos getting the ball. If, again, people couldn't really see it because they weren't there, but I'll I'll paint the picture for you. It's basically the LFC just building around. They go, they swing it wide, and in that moment, City step step forward, NYCFC step forward to kind of squeeze the space. But they don't get tight to Carlos, and uh, basically just it's a like almost a telepathic connection. In that moment when he goes lateral, Brian goes, I can just pop off this back guy's shoulder. Carlos can play any ball that you can imagine on the planet, right on his foot. Brian, you know, basically takes a great touch. Easy. It's simple as that. It really was simple yeah. as that. Yeah, good finish across the goal mouth. And Brian Rodriguez and Chiqui Palacios for all the South American players we have, and they are a lot. Brian Rodriguez and Chiqui Palacios, who could still play for those Olympic teams, they are age uh, appropriate. 
they are here. LAFC needs them here to play that because they're going to be featured. And I think we saw good things from both. Brian with the goal. Chiqui Palacios, uh, he would take the, the, the NYCFC fullback, and he, he beat him a couple times. Oh, yeah. Off the dribble, which yeah. was, to me, I was like, that's great. And you see they're giving him space, and he took it. And uh, that's excellent news. Um, a couple of things we want to, uh, a couple of things we did want to uh, address here also, as you probably have heard about the Dio news. Yeah, the one bad, the one downside of that match. Yeah, and these things are bound to happen. Uh, so fracture in the foot. So we're looking at six. We don't know six weeks. Eight, we don't. We know. I mean, we don't like to put a timetable on it. But Bob Bradley has come out just right away and said he's going to miss the start of the season. Yep, and that's it. And it, look, it's happening here with their. Still three weeks away from the start of the MLS season, but the first round of the Concacaf Champions League is off the board. We'll we'll reassess when, if, and when the quarterfinals roll around. But that opened the door, and we won't dwell on that too much. We they're happy about the, how it could heal. I know that's what Bob Bradley said on a Wednesday morning with regards to the injury to Dio. Adrian Perez comes in, and Adrian Perez, Perez produces again. Yeah. It's, it's that simple. It, he, he's been the star of the training camp when we've asked Bob Bradley. Was, yeah, Adrian Perez has really seized the opportunity. And every time he gets an opportunity in a game, Peñarol against New York City FC, he's delivered. Yeah, this is what this is what you're supposed to do in preseason. You're not supposed to just go in and go like, these are our 11 no matter what. I mean, LAFC and LAFC has been doing this since year one. They put guys in different positions because they got to get a look at them. They need Look, depth is not something easily gotten in MLS. I think this year we've definitely strengthen the depth of our squad all around with a lot of player signings but man if you can have a player that can play essentially two roles that that's another you know thing of depth and just naturally in Bob Bradley's setup the three attackers he likes to be fluid anyways so you at some point you're going to see every every guy pop up in a different space but yeah Adrian's been getting more time starting out in that number nine that striker position so look not ideal with Dio being out but there is a, a replacement that's been doing very well in training, a guy that we're familiar with, a guy that's familiar with other players. Um, you know, business is not done. There's never It's never finished with us. I, I think um, John Thornton would always say there's always a long-term plan, and there's always the ability to, within that long-term plan, make little strategic moves if necessary. And I would think this would be a moment that it, it possibly could happen if, if needed. And that's that's the way they set up the cap. That's they, It's a smart way to do it, I think. In closing, I just want to give credit again, and I, I think we have not screamed to the heavens enough for what these kids have done, all 14, 15 years old. Tony yeah. Leone, Armando Avila, Christian Torres, Eric Duenas, Diego Rosales, Mauricio Gutierrez. I Mauricio think, finally got his first bit of minutes because he was, he was injured a little bit for yep. the pin roll game. We got to see him a little bit. Uh, the NYC and they're still game. training here. They're or, still training here. Um, they're back out here. Mauricio in that NYCFC game, just to give you a little take on him, he, he plays as like a midfielder. Uh, more forward, so more not a forward, but a more forward-thinking midfielder. Cracked a nice shot. I remember him hitting a nice shot from about 20 yards out. So did some things. I mean, these. I just love that every time we watch them play, they do something. It's never like we're like, oh, I can't believe that guy was on the pitch. I didn't see them. They're all there to do something. They are, and they're, as we said last week, they're being coached by these guys. And I think we owe them a lot because they, they're not out of place here. And when you're trying to create an 11 versus 11 matchup here, they're using all these guys in in practice, and they're not slowing the. They're, they're not, not slowing, slowing it down at all. They're not no. making mistakes. They're not requiring. They've been uh, an absolute joy to 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 see, and it's a great way to start the season when you see those guys. Yeah, and we would know it too. Look, we've watched plenty of trainings where a guy makes a run, he doesn't get the pass, he yeah, wants shakes, shakes his head or has something to say. I haven't seen that all that much, and honestly, they these guys they, they play fiery. Like the training is competitive. 
I mean, every goal is 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 it's tooth and nail. I mean, they argue over whether a ball was over a line or not. Like these guys want to win, even in training. So I don't think they'd be able to hide it if an academy kid was slowing the game down and was bothering them. And I just I haven't seen it, man. It's been it's been yeah. great. Anything else you wanted to add about the game? I, I wanted to point out something you brought up. How you liked how you, when we spoke to Kenneth Vermeer, how how vocal he was in the back. And when you're in a stadium, it's empty. You could really hear it. Oh yeah, it was it was something. I mean, it, it was visceral, and you could hear it from a hundred yards away or however far you were. Jordan Harvey, another one who was really vocal, and it was good to see because they kept getting them organized and where they needed to be. So, uh, all in all, a really good. I think the fans of that you're going to be pleased. The preparations for this team are going to be there. It's just unfortunate that not everyone's here with a full two, three weeks go, but that's the way it is. It's making me think of uh, them miking up Brad Guzan in that All-Star game. Yeah. You mic up Kenneth Vermeer, you're not going to get any questions, and he's no. going to be busy just doing play-by-play. Play. He was doing it. I think that's exactly what you want to hear from uh, or see from a goalkeeper. Yep. Just a couple issues we touched on here before we talk about the new jersey. By the way, I sent a tweet to my wife. She goes, hey, well, let's go out. We're going to take you to the New Jersey release. And she goes, what, why are we going to New Jersey? Because <laughs> I capitaled the J. So don't capitalize the J. I go, no, we're not going to New Jersey. And I thought there was like some Bob Bradley angle or anyway. Are we going to New Jersey? Going to New Jersey. No, I didn't. I, I said, are you ready for the New Jersey a release? Legitimate laugh. That Good. was not a bit that we did. I went, what? So anyhow, uh, Jose Cifuentes, Sifu is here. You got a chance to talk to him. I had a chance. My Spanish is horrible, so I didn't. He have had a his Ecuadorian, I think, his agent here, and they were really blown away by LAFC. And again, I talked to him. They weren't aware of it too much. Um, and I told Jose, I'll give him some media training if he needs it. But he was very, he's obviously very nervous. But he's he got a little got a little kick around today. Yep. Um, got a sweat going. What I stood out about Cifuentes is I saw Chiqui Palacios uh, in, in the dining area, and I go, hey. You got to be happy to have Cifuentes and Ecuadorian. Ecuadorian. He goes, no, no, no. It's more than that. He's my brother. And I go, wow. You've known him a lot. He goes, yeah. I've known this guy. We've grown up together, and I could see the the weight off his eyes, knowing he has a familiar face, and how valuable that must mm-hmm. be uh, when you're tw- 19, 20, 21 in the infancy of your career, a long way from home, and have someone that you can kind of uh, share time on the road, uh, do experience new things in adapt to what you're learning here from LAFC. So out of all, Cifuentes, he's, he's really, really nice guy. Uh, he's happy to be here. His, uh, the people that are with is happy to be here. But I don't think anyone's happier than Chiqui Palacios. Yeah, I mean, that's something we don't really talk as much about because it's hard to quantify, right? But you always seem to, when, when things don't work out with a player, it seems like a lot of times we hear like, oh man, I wasn't comfortable in a new setting. I was halfway across the world, and especially with guys that are, we're talking about guys that are 20, 21, 22 yeah. years old. That's crazy. You know, from, from countries that, that they're coming to L.A., but it seems like it's bigger than their entire country. Um, I, yeah, I, I can't express how important that is. Um, and I think some of it probably is by design. I mean, you don't, ne- you don't necessarily just go get a guy's buddy because you want to, right. but no. luckily these guys played on a very good Ecuadorian team that played. And they're and watching the, the same tapes a lot. Like, well, this guy's pretty good over yeah, here. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they see. That's a, this, you don't have to reinvent the wheel and try and think, oh, we got, a, we got one Ecuadorian. Go, yeah, this guy's good, and this guy over here is good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that Ecuadorian team, if anybody watched that, that U-20 World Cup, there was five, six guys where you were like, these guys, these guys can really play. So... Like you said, you, you see Cheeky on tape, and then you go, oh, keep tabs on that guy, too. And right. then that's how it starts. So Cifuentes is in, and now we just wait for Poncho Ginella, and we'll have all the new faces. We can't wait, and it's amazing to think. Um, and, and 
the uh, Chiki's agent was telling me that as well. He's like, it's amazing when you think all the guys in Sub 23, under 23s that are here, that are now affiliated with LAFC. So there's this feeling that so many guys going through the same thing. So it's very cool. The other thing is Walker Zimmerman back from U.S. national team got a game with them against Costa Rica locally. He was in L.A. because that game was at Dignity Health Sports Park, as is tradition in the January camp. And uh, it was just the one game, so it's a lot of training. So the one thing, and you have plenty of time to do it with Walker, and he's a, he's a pro's pro, getting him back to that LAFC pace, which he'll be able to do the width and breadth of next week. Yeah, you got I mean, look, we never know what kind of, intensity exactly the national teams are. I mean, obviously with the U.S. national team, we have a little bit bigger window into how they play. Bob can give a call to Greg Berhalter. He can give a call to, to people he knows there and get an idea. Um, but, you know, there we're, we tell these players, hey, go. Forget about LAFC for the time you're there. Go give your all to the national team. We think that's important for you. So Walker's going to have to come back here, and he's going to have a little bit of fitness work to catch up on because January camp's not about fitness. It's about movements and integrating guys and getting guys ready. So... Yeah. So he's going to, like you said, he's going he's gonna to have some time to do it, but he's going to definitely have to hit the ground running because a lot of these guys are going to be well ahead of him because just by nature of LFC's training is just so different and so uh, intense with the ball and with the physical all at the same time. It's a bit of the flip side with the South American guys, and I know we, we, were, we were talking uh, to Will Coons and some of the guys upstairs because Diego Rossi, Boncho Ginella, Atuesta and Eddie Segura, and Segura hasn't played as much as the other three. They uh, have had a steady flow of games there, so fitness may not be the issue. It is. It's almost like wear, wear and tear. It's the it's the load. I mean, six to seven games yeah. in less than thirty days is not ideal for anybody. Uh, it's it's so, it's so hard. So it's a yes, different dynamic. Be, That's what puts the ball in the court of these coaches again. Yeah, they'll be that much farther ahead, but at the same time, you just got to hope there's nothing that they're coming back with one of those, you know, just lingering soft tissue type thing because that who knows how long that can take. Oh boy. Because Rossi and Atuesta certainly with the Dio news with Rossi they are necessities from the jump in the Champions League. Absolutely. So. Alright. I hope you're all up to speed. There's See you were talking about hey should we do a podcast and then how, how long have we been recording? How long we go? Oh, a little over 20 minutes. See? So First, there's no shortage of stuff to talk about. That is the club that we're dealing with and we wouldn't like it any other way. We'd like to do one every day. Really? I told them self-preservation. Yeah, just mic us up. We're just talking about yeah, it, anyways. Yeah, and thank you for all the support because you guys do like listening to this. So we're we're, we're not we don't want to waste your time and we don't waste everyone's time. So we want to make it precise and effective and informative. So we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about the New Jersey, the shirt, not the state. <laughs> <laughs> LAFCs, all MLS clubs are doing it. It's the 25th anniversary. It's a big year for Major League Soccer and our special video. Post-game report from LAFC FC Dallas. That's coming up next on Inside LAFC. Welcome back to Inside LAFC. The New Jersey drops tonight. Tonight is Wednesday, a full week of events planned out by our LAFC crew where you can get the New Jersey it uh it it is glorious we can t- let's talk a little let's talk about it let's talk about the jersey I want to talk about it cuz everyone's got all everyone's right. got takes and you'll see every all the jerseys kind of look but that is by design major league soccer is giving you a framework 
to build your jersey around. So they're going to have that Adidas feel, and it's going to be across the board, with the exception of colors and some logos, and whatever you're affiliated with your club will be represented. This is uh, quality control, I imagine, on their end. I would like for it to be one day where every team can design their own jerseys, mm-hmm. but let's face it, some clubs have at their fingertips uh, great design uh, facilities and workforce, LAC being one of them. Other clubs are not quite there. That's true. So in the big picture, it kind of saves face from top to bottom. And there are sports that do that. And I think eventually there will be a progression for Major League Soccer where clubs get to design their jersey as they see fit, much as there's always going to be some limitations, but much as you see in other leagues. Well, you would hope. I mean, look, there, this is this is not just us, though, right? Right. Like, Real Madrid, some teams have some sway where they can really just lean heavy on Adidas or Nike. or And, again, this is not just an Adidas problem. If you haven't noticed, a lot of the Nike jerseys look the same. I mean, templated jerseys are the way that these manufacturers are going. National team, you'll see it. National and when team. when you'll see a World Cup, you'll see yeah, a lot I mean, of similar jerseys. So, so you have choices within that. And like you said, we have a great design team. We can really do some things. Some clubs, not so much. So it kind of... Gets you know it basically puts a buffer between those clubs and kind of keeps where you can kind of tweak little things. I will say this: I'm not huge on the fact that like they're the exact exact same where it's all the three stripes. I do kind of like the the tip of the cap to the 25th anniversary though. Yeah, and, it's and, important number. The idea of and retro jerseys are kind of back. And look, I know people are going to call us homers just because we work for the club, but legitimately, I, while I'm not stoked that everybody's going to look similar to ours, I legitimately love our kit because it's. The you like cl- the font. The well, font is the font which is very is, similar, but the font in gold is is the font something in gold. This is like I, pre-Columbian art yeah, almost. As I've already said, this is the year to get something on the back of your kit, like whether it's your name, a friend's name. I've seen some people that that want to get some Kobe Bryant tributes. I think that's great, man. It's gonna look glorious in this fonting. And I just I, look. I know the word clean gets thrown around too much, but I think in terms of LFC's jersey with a little bit of sublimation with the stripes. Um, the cool, you know, black on black jock tag with the LA flag, the big flag that reminds you of the North End, um, and then just the clean gold, everything gold. Like I, I partners, sponsors, and all. And we can't even tell you what that means to have a partner and sponsors decide and sleeve, decide yeah. that they're going to not only be one of the first sleeve, you know, in Target to be one of the first sleeve uh, sponsors, but to say, yeah, you can change our red logo or sometimes white logo to gold. We're okay with it because we believe in your brand enough and we believe in what you guys do enough to change it to gold. I, again, Target gonna, is red. Everything's red. Everything's red. Everything's red. Sometimes white. That is a huge decision for them to make. And Yeah, and we're again, we're going to sound like homers, but man, it looks so clean in gold on gold. You know, just the, all the gold, the, the, the blacks. Man, I, I dig it. I still, I said to people weeks ago that, man, this is going to be the, the, the best jersey we've had, even better than the inaugural season one. I know everyone's got their hot takes. I think, in a way, look, I don't like jersey leaks, but in a way, with it slightly leaking before this, it gets people to get get that out of their system, and then we can all show up to the event and get our kits because we all want those kits. Don't you, you look whether it's begrudgingly or not, you're going to get that kit, and it's going to look good, and you're going to look good in it. Unbelievable, unbelievable. And I, this is the LAFC test. I ask you all to perform it. Wear that jersey. Wear your LAFC cap. Go out into Los Angeles, go out to restaurants, go out to bars, go out to hotels, and tell me the doors don't get open for you. Tell me you don't get free drinks. I challenge you. Maybe not a full meal for free, but I guarantee you, you will get through the velvet ropes because you're going to look 
really, really slick. And in terms of wearability, can you beat like a black you can wear that on, out a black on black with some gold sublimation? Like in terms of just pure fashion, just like pure, you could just wear it with some cool jeans and a hat. You could wear it out. You can wear it anywhere. Like there's not many kits that are like that. I mean, we've seen some of these other kits. I'm not really a jersey guy, but I might. I'm, I'm you know. You're doing I buy jerseys, I just don't wear them. No, you're going tonight and you're getting one. Yes, I'm going to get one. Get my, so let's just uh, update you. So you might hear this podcast not in time to get the details. They're, they're calling it Fabric of Los Angeles, a nod to Ben Chi uh, and everyone involved in uh, LFC HQ. Um, Apologize for the lawnmower. Yeah, yeah the lawnmower. But it's, we want, the re- we want to feel it real. This is what you get when we're at the training facility. So everyone who's able to, to help execute this, so many people put so much work from the branding, you know, Rich Orozco and... Ben Chi, Rich Orozco, Pat Avalos, uh Connected Devin, to the fans. The fans, 3252 NSA. Kuhn, yes, you know, they're all working real hard on our partners. I know we're going to forget people. Alex Sale, who's Mr. Everywhere, Mr. Mr. Everywhere. Mr. Fix It. Okay, yeah. so... Ring, get- ring out. <laughs> so tonight is obviously the drop. Again, this is probably dropping at the time you're getting ready to go to the event. Right. But... but but if you haven't out. eaten, don't eat. Yeah. It's in Chinatown, so yeah. you have a lot Drop of good dining doing, options. Get going right now, but tell them what the first event is. It's, and first, it's 1001 North Broadway. 1001 North Broadway. That's the address for the entire week of events. Tonight is the Jersey launch event starting at 7.30 until 10.30. I'm sure it'll go a little bit later. Everyone's going to be having a good old time. Tomorrow on February the 6th, Thursday, LAFC Community Art Night, Imad Balatok, our incredible f- shoots Staff photographer, photographer, will be showing off a lot of his work. You don't, oh, you want to go to the event tonight too? We have music. Is it? I'll check the music. There's music before. tonight. There's music. A player appearance, possibly. Player appearance. I will be there, Max and Redis Vince will, will be, be there. there. You'll be there, right? I can't be there. <laughs> I will be there. But Max will be there. Max and is better. Anyways. I'll be a stack of eight by tens. <laughs> All right, so February 6th, LAFC Community Your own Art 8x10s or someone else's? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's Mark <laughs> Anthony K's 8x10s. All right, so Friday, it still goes, February the 7th, a 3252 Community Rally Night. I'm going to make sure to pop over there. I'm going to pop over there, and then I'm going to go see uh, Alan Parsons' project in Beverly Hills. So that's my Friday night. What a juxtaposition <laughs> of different styles. <laughs> I'm going to double dip Friday night, baby. If you know who and what the Alan Parsons Project is, other, aside from jokes and Austin Powers, tweet at Max. He is, he is performing in the theater whose name escapes me in Beverly Hills, but unless it's sold out in the last 24 hours, I am going. February 8th, LAFC Community Wellness Day. That's in the morning at 10 a.m. That is also at 1001. With the, with the LAFC Run Club, they're going to be doing a little 5K, so get your, uh, get your running shoes on. Uh, after you've had all the fun that you've had through the other three days with food and drink and everything else that's out there. Because out there at that Broadway location, there are phenomenal places to eat. I mean, out there in Chinatown. So yeah, go, yes. go get, go get some of the food. Little Japan is there. Yeah, take, it, take in the culture while you're there. Take in everything you know, that Los Angeles has to offer. And then maybe Saturday you can come run it off. And Max Bredos will be there Saturday to run with... No? <laughs> I could. You could do it. I could. I'm you trying to get. Game? I'm trying to get out to. Three, it's about oh, I could miles. do that. So I'm in the best shape I've I've been in a long time. A long time. I go run beach rugby on Sundays now with some of these younger guys. I, I might get back in the mix, except I don't want to get hit. So, uh, but I'm I'm in really good shape. Man, at least I think. I so. want to see a broadcast with you with a shiner. <laughs> That's not a good call. Oh, that actually, that'll probably get me a lot of. Uh, that'll probably get, get me a lot of points. Cred. 
All right, so here we go. Live music performance t- uh, Wednesday night at 1001 North Broadway by FIFA and McKenna. You're right. So double McKenna. dipping. And I saw McKenna at our playoff, uh, fan rally. playoff rally. They they deliver, man. And Great in a dudes. smaller space, it's yep. going to be very cool. So can't wait to get out there. Food and drinks and an LAFC HQ retail pop-up. Boom. Get And get you. Again, I, I can't stress this uh, enough. I can't make it. This is the <laughs> I can't make it. Uh, but I can't stress this enough. This is the year to get a name and number, whether it's a player's number, it's your number, it's thirty two fifty two. Get something on there because the font is It's perfect. evil. It's evil. It's wild. It's just it's the best fonting. It looks I've like seen something out of time. El Dorado, baby. Yeah. So even if you even if the uh, uniform look of the uniforms are driving you nuts. The font is one thing that they nailed absolutely, MLS. I just read that lineup. I'm really excited about that. Are you sure you can't pop in for a, qu- a quiet one? I know. Hotty toddy. So, so many things. So many things. We got. Yes. All right. We got a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we got a game the next day. Thursday, uh, the game. Game will kick at one. So around three o'clock, barring any issues, check out uh, Max Bredos Sports or. We're hoping to be on LAFC as well. We're trying to see how it goes, and if it, if, it, if it's something that's worthwhile. We'll continue to do it. We will get on there and recap the FC Dallas game and give you immediate th- a reaction as to what happened. So stay tuned for that. Get on Twitter around 3 Maybe o'clock Pacific snag a time. Possibly. Maybe snag a player. Now we're cooking with gas. Yeah, we're making this happen. I mean, like look, a if you guys can't be there, we're your eyes and ears. I think people have been screaming they want more pl- team information, and that's what we're here for. I realize that was our, our role. Hit me like a fist uh, a couple days ago, and now we're off and running. I love that we're wrapping up as the lawnmower is going. We can't wrap up like that. Yeah, we can't go. We can't go out like that. All right, very good. Subscribe, review, and uh, ask us questions inside LAFC. And don't forget Thursday after the game, three o'clock Pacific time, we will be with you on Twitter. Yeah, at Max Bredo Sports. Thanks for driving. At LAFC Vince. Hit us up anytime. I didn't drop ours. LFC. We're gonna. Can we double dip it? Yeah. All right. Good. Let's do it. Of course. We 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 blast it everywhere. All right. Good. Maybe we get MLS to get us a retweet. Eh. Yeah. Maybe not. MLS has a lot on their plate. They have a lot of teams. Twenty six teams to worry about. So we can we can we can understand. Is there anything else? I think that's it. Did I forget anything? No. I'm sure we did. No. We'll see you guys on the on the twitters on uh, Thursday.